Chad Prather rose to internet fandom as the man who's unapologetically Southern. Keith Oaks is a published author who failed his way to success. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only a Southern Spitfire and a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with Chad Prather and Heath Oaks. If you are watching the YouTube video, you do not judge me based on my eyes being bloodshot red and all. (laughs) Zach, Matt. How are you guys doing? Uh, you know, I feel like I'm doing better than you might Man, look. What's look, going let on? Let me tell you, yeah. like a little haggard today. My six-month-old daughter <laughs> decided she wanted to party all night last night. Oh, really? Yes. I mean, like a rock star. <laughs> yeah, um, she had some friends over. I was gone. I had to leave at five in the morning. Drinking all night. And travel all day, gone. Got home literally like 6.45 at night from five in the morning all day. Walked in, and my wife has to get ready for bed then. I mean, I was already pushing her because she's got to be up at 2.30, right? Um, and so I got brought in as soon as I got in and give her feedings and stuff. Finally got her down about nine o'clock that last night and finally got all my stuff unpacked, walked the dog, finally got to sit down like 10, 15 by myself and go, I better get to bed quick if I want sleep. So I go to bed. Well, somehow she just decided 1am, boom, I'm here and I don't want to go to bed anymore. <laughs> it's like, I'm your daughter. I got you. And so for the rest of the night, um, cause my wife left at two 30 for work is, um, I did everything in my power to get her to want to, but she just wanted to play, man. That's all she wanted to do. She didn't want to go to sleep. So I rocked her, and then I propped myself up on pillows, and she would fall asleep on my shoulder, on my chest. And so I just propped myself up on pillows for two hours. I just sat there staring at the wall with her sleeping until the nanny got there at 630 this morning. So I'm not, I'm, I'm running on fumes, bud. Oh, man. I'm in a very similar situation where I have an eight-week-old German Shepherd puppy at my house mm-hmm. right uh-huh. now. And she is pretty much the same thing. She's daughter. She's very sweet. Well, what dog. I'm saying, what I'm saying is she's very sweet, but you, she's got to go in her kennel because she's a she's yeah, a yeah. puppy, right? Yeah. Um, but the second you put her in her kennel and you try to go to bed, she is barking, yapping all night long. Does not shut up. I finally had to pick the cage up, put it down in the garage, and say, "I hope you're okay all yep. night," because I'm going to bed. I'm pulling my. I hair out thought here. about doing something very similar to Brighton <laughs> last night, and my uh, wife, I, I don't think, would be too happy about that. How appropriate that the child of Heath and Jenny Oaks goes 110 miles an hour Non-stop. in everything she does, including staying up all night. Yeah, I love it. It was crazy. Sorry to hear that, but you, yeah. you're, you're here, you're doing a show. I respect that. You came in anyway. I, I dig it. And so we got Zach and Matt here, and, and, and what we do, guys, typically we take your second shot at a headline and try to spin it to your, your life, in pos- spin it in a positive, motivational, inspirational type way to – Maybe try to bring you some nuggets that learned along the way and bring you some good conversation. And um, you got the first headline we got up here, don't you, Zach? I do. Yeah, Chipotle founder to step down as CEO. Chipotle Mexican Grill chief Steve Ells will step down as CEO of the company he founded in 1993, the fast food chain announced. As soon as new leader leadership is chosen, he will become executive chairman of the board. Chipotle has struggled to rebound after an E. coli crisis in 2015. Turnaround effects... Turnaround efforts were hindered when norovirus, that's his, norovirus yep. incident in Virginia, as well as a viral video of mice at a store in Dallas. Okay, I didn't hear about that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah, that happened. Drew headlines earlier this year. That yeah. probably is the one I eat at. Yeah. Bringing in a new CEO is the right thing to do for all of our stakeholders, Al stated. I'm going to tell you this because that queso that they came out with, which is absolutely <laughs> terrible. I see. I heard everybody say that, but I actually like it. No. Oh, wow. I thought it was good. All right. He doesn't go for Topo Chico, but the Chipotle queso is a okay. Right with. Yeah, yeah. I dig it. Well, it's funny when I saw this. I just got done listening to a podcast with him. Yeah. You know the guy who founded Chipotle never set out to do this. 
Really? He literally opened up a burrito. Sh- he, he's a really high-end chef trained. He opened up a little burrito shop, the, the Chipotle, because it was very small, easy, and had high profits. He could run and to save his money because he wanted to ditch that as quickly as possible and open up a fine dining restaurant. Mm. Huh. So he's made <laughs> n- hundreds of millions and billions of dollars now off his little burrito shop. He kept rolling with it. But what I thought was interesting about this, which I think this is a a question, a lot of uh, something people toggle with on a regular basis, which is when is the right time to go, to stay, to step away, to make a move, basically. You know, like everybody tries to figure out when is the right time to do something, especially when we think about stuff in our personal life and, and, and the way it can relate to him because, look, this guy built it from nothing. Okay, so it's not like a, a CEO that stepped in to run Microsoft and then, you know, they're gone. You know, this guy did it from day one, was serving the burritos, putting everything there was. I mean, this is his baby. This is an emotional tie. Sure. And he is stepping away from it. So things in our own business and in, in our personal life, we have a lot of stuff that comes up that, that when do we – when's the right time to make that pull – and I feel like, you know, he's somebody who had enough self-awareness to realize that with all the stuff that has gone on, that it's probably the right time to make that move. And for the betterment of the company as a whole, which he, he you know, he still, won't, I mean, him gonna, not going to be the CEO, does, he still owns the majority of all the right, company, yeah. okay? So he's going to be on the board. But right. it's saying, it's time to get me to get out of the range because it's somebody needs new fresh needs to come in. Yeah, it's one of the things that's always fascinated me about anybody in any any business really. Um, but the idea when do you when do you know it's time? Like because because it's something we've talked about before. You you and Chad have gone back and forth about it about how like it's never enough. Yeah, never. Like that's 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 how life works. Like there's never a point at which you'll be like, you know what, I'm making enough money. I'm just gonna stop. Just settle here and stop trying to do more like you'll always want to do more so at some point you got to realize you know what i gotta stop i gotta put the brakes on it and it's got to be especially difficult for a guy like steve because yeah you're absolutely right it's his baby he mm-hmm. started this whole thing so it's not that he's necessarily leaving the company but it's got to be hard to say you know what i'm not the best at wearing this hat maybe somebody else should take a swing at it Heath, what do you think? And how many times in our personal lives are we dealing with crises of the family to make a decision whether you're, you're going through a financial struggle and you got to decide between giving this up, giving that up, moving, you know, like a lot of those things. And I always, I, I think, I believe there's two really good uh, parody differences, which is there is the Barry Sanders, who height of everything, right? Rocking yeah. it out, just I, Matt, you say, yeah. I mean, Zach, you say, yeah. You don't even know who Barry Sanders is. I have is, no probably. idea who that is. <laughs> that's, that's such a that's – a, that's a crying right. shame. Well, um, Barry Sanders left at the height of his career, a very short career, and, and retired abruptly, like literally the all, one of the all-time greatest, at the height of his career. Yeah. And then you got my favorite of all time, Brett Favre, that never knew when to stop and went on and on oh, yeah. and on. And, and, and other things came down. And so there's those two different sides of it. I think that's what you got to kind of – if you're in a position right now, whether it is in your personal life that, hey, look, maybe I've hit financial times and you're deciding on do we make a move on from this house, take our hit, sell it, downsize to get our finances right, or when is the right time that you've been trying to make these things with your kids to get it done that you try to bring somebody else in to help, you know, that you're not making the progress you want. Or maybe it's your business life that you, you, you're you sitting in that spot and you know you're not happy and you're not fulfilled, but you keep saying, when I get this done and I get that done, then I'm going to make the leap, you know? Mm-hmm. Always think about those two. Per- do you want to be Barry Sanders or do you want to be Brett Favre? Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I love Brett Favre. Brett Favre is my man. That's that's my all-time football grade, okay? But I would rather be the Barry Sanders 
I mean, he literally probably could have made two more top max contracts, eight more years in the league, made tons of more money, okay? But he knew after that was that he just didn't have his passion at the level that he had to that point to keep doing it and walked away from it and said, I don't, I'm don't. i not 100% in. So where are you at? And think about those two roads. Which road do you want to go down? Stop procrastinating. Make the call. Do not try to drag it out and fight it. Yeah. Sometimes other people telling you that it's time for you to move on means that it's probably really time <laughs> for you to move on. So I've had this come up a couple of times professionally, and the the biggest change in my life was I'd just gotten out of college and uh, like an idiot, I moved back here to Dallas, and I thought I'm going to get a radio job in the top five market yeah. in, the, in the country, right? Um, which didn't pan out, and yeah. I ended up working for a factory, which was a fine job. It paid a good yeah. paycheck. It was something to pay the bills, and I was looking at a point where I could have stayed with that company and probably been in some sort of management role because I was the only guy there that had a college degree, and they they put a they put a, a premium on that, and they wanted me to stay. Yeah. But I had a lunch with a guy who worked at Cumulus here in, in Dallas. I just happened to know him through different connections. And he said, look, I see what you're doing. He goes, if you want to have a job in radio, he, go, he says, you got to treat you got to treat finding a job like it was a job. Yep. And it, it was basically telling me, hey, knock it off with the factory job. This is what you really want to do. Then you got to go quit, all in. Quit wasting your time and go all in. So mm-hmm. I did. I quit there. And a month later, I was working in radio. And it wasn't a great job, but it, it got me But it in doesn't the door. matter. you got to get in the door with it. And right. everybody sits around, and here's what they do. Well, when I get this paid off or when I get this done, I get this straight. Here's newsflash. Newsflash. You will never have everything lined up to make the leap. No. Now, here is the positive things you can do is we talked about on the last quick shot. There are side hustles that you can be doing to help building up some of that. I was, you know... Where if you start investing in your real estate, if you're saying, I want more safety, start building some of that to where maybe, you know, you, you wait five, six years, but yet you've got the stream of income because you've been living tighter investing in your real estate, for instance, to build an income. But, but at the end of the day, the right time to go, you know when it is. Everybody knows when it is. You feel it. You're just fighting it. Stop fighting it and make your leap and make your dead gum run. It, ain't, yep. it doesn't take forever. Come on now. <laughs> Get after it. <laughs> Get a little ignorance on fire with you. You know what I mean? So we're going to come right back in a minute. Uh, second segment of Second Shot. He likes cowboy hats and boots. And he's a suit and tie kind of guy. Chad Prather and Heath Oaks host more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. Hey everybody, it's Chad here, and if you know anything about me, you know that I read a lot of books, at least three to four a week, and there's one that I've read several times. It's by my buddy, Heath Oaks. It's called Ignorance on Fire, Failing Your Way to Success. If you want to have your life changed in your business, in your relationships, in the way you look at the world of success, you need to pick up Ignorance on Fire. Go to Amazon.com, buy the book, leave a review. I promise you, you're going to love it. Go get it today. Ignorance on Fire by Heath Oaks, Failing Your Way to Success. Ready, aim, fire. Second Shot is back for another round on the Real News Communications Network. I'm super pumped to play this clip because this is one of my all-time favorite clips. Like, And in, in, in what's going to be funny is I have a feeling that what I've what I come out of it is going to be something completely different than what most people would kind of pull out of it. Typically it has been. So we don't really have a traditional headline on this one. 
this is a this is from a couple years back, and this is um, I just thought it was something was on me to share this part and to talk about this, which is Steve Harvey a couple years back they surprised him with a birthday surprise on his show, and this is a little clip version of of the birthday surprise, and then I want to talk about it afterwards. Roll it, Zach. Surprise, calling in via satellite from Orlando. Let's see who it is. Hi, Steve. This is Rich List from Orlando, Florida, and I called you to wish you a happy birthday and ask you one question. Do you still love me, baby? <laughs> I was uh, 26 years old, man. I was struggling. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't have nothing. And these people owned the furniture store in Cleveland. And uh, they took me in and gave me my first contract with my little carpet cleaning company. When I became a comedian at 27, I didn't have money to travel. They gave me an account at their travel agency. And man, I ran up a bill like $11,000 just trying to travel and make it. Them people right there. You know, man, they helped me out. Hey, man, I, I got money now, Rich. <laughs> you got money? <laughs> Matter of fact, hey, Rich, I'm gonna send yeah. a plane to pick up you and Becky. I'm gonna fly y'all to you Chicago for the show. I've been looking for you for years, man. Everybody pay close attention. This is the most important line. All right. Have a great birthday, Steve. Have a great birthday. Thank you. I, I want to say, hey, man. What? You bailed me, man. I, I never forgot it. So Thank you. what he said there was, you bet on me, man, and I never forgot it. Here's what's key about this. You can't tell me that helping others and giving somebody shots isn't something that can be super great, gratifying for yourself and not looking for the deal. So those people, obviously, they were just honest, honest genuine people that helped a young man out because they obviously knew who Steve Harvey is now for many years, and they've never sought after him saying, hey, man, you know, where's my whatever, right? Mm. Which is awesome. They just gave from a grateful heart not expecting something back, right? The most important key at the end when he said – you bet on me, man, and I never forgot it, is Steve Harvey obviously was carrying himself as somebody that was hungry and wanted to hustle. He was obviously had this little carpet cleaning going door to door, you know, and they saw something in him, the way he carried himself, the way he was shooting for, right? Right. To do all of that for him, okay? They bet on him, and that bet paid off, right? Mm. Would somebody bet on you? Are you somebody that someone would bet on? When you walk around day to day, week to week, would somebody bet on you? Ask yourself that really key question. That hit me really hard when I heard that because I go, it goes back to that person at that cash register checkout line. How do you act toward them? You lose your cool that one day. The, the, the people that could be giving you that first contract in business could be behind you and see how you acted. I guarantee you this, they always saw nothing but 
professional hustle from Steve Harvey. They didn't see nobody acting crazy, getting on somebody, getting mad at somebody, right? You know, they obviously watched somebody who walked the walk that they said, I want to bet on it. Are you somebody somebody would bet on? Ask yourself that question. Think about your day-to-day. If somebody watched you from afar, would they see somebody that's grateful, giving, loving, caring, hustling, or would they see somebody arrogant, entitled, mad, angry all the time and, and always think want something for free? Who are you? Think about that. See, this is one of the things I, I, I really do love about this show because you're absolutely right. You, you prefaced it so good. You're like, I feel like I'm going to come at this in a way that, that most people wouldn't, and you totally did. I look at you and I see a guy who's clearly been successful, mm-hmm. and you're young, but you haven't forgotten where you came from. I yep. mean, you, you talk about it all the time, and I thought that was going to be your angle. It's, mm-hmm. Never forget where you came from. Never nah. forget when you're on top to not forget the people on bottom. And you had that, you did, but you also have, just consider for a moment, yeah, like, how do you, even if you're not at the top, even if you're at the bottom, how do you present yourself? Well, when we talk- Are you somebody, somebody would take a chance on? Yeah, but Zach, and here's what we talked about earlier, because you said talk about lucky, right? Yeah. Somebody would say Steve Steve Harvey's lucky because he ran into those people, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know how many other people probably, they own a little furniture store, you know how many people probably try to sell them something over the years? Tons, right? Right. They're not bailing everybody that- No. There was something about him, Steve Harvey- that made them bet on him. And let me tell you something. Like, I love it when people go, oh, you're just probably lucky. And you got, I didn't have the suits I have now at 19. I didn't have that, all of that. I was not, nothing compared to what I am now to who I was then. So it's not about the outside appearance of people. It is the inside that people can touch and feel. And I think that in today's world, you don't realize that your luck is around the corner every day. Your luck and bounce, the ball bouncing your way and somebody betting on you is every day. It depends on how you act on a daily basis. These small things of how you live your life with integrity and character, that what you do on a daily basis makes a difference. Let me tell you something. If I ever was to see somebody treat somebody disrespectful, no matter what type of position they had or whatever it was, that person would never have a chance to work for me ever. If I saw somebody pushing the carts up at Walmart and actually putting them in, I'd probably go up and talk to that person and see what they're doing, see you know what it is and look for them. I'm looking for the things that you can't define. And let me tell you, if you're sitting around gripping about other people being lucky, if I, if I were to film you from afar on a daily basis, what would I see? Would I see disrespectful? Would I see uh, entitled? What, what would I see about you? What would somebody make that movie film? Steve Harvey carried himself as somebody to bet on him. Would somebody bet on you? It's a good question to ask someone to to take stock of what they've been doing with their mm-hmm. their lives, even if it's just not so much the way you comport yourself around others, but when no one's looking. What do you do? What are you, what are you doing? I mean, I've, I, I'll tattle on myself a little bit. I run into this at home sometimes whenever my wife's going to be away and she says, will you take care of, will you clean the kitchen or whatever mm-hmm. like that? And I remember half an hour before she gets back, oh, shoot, i got to clean yeah, the yeah. kitchen. And I do it, and she gets back, and she's like, well, wh- what are you doing? You didn't clean the kitchen. I'll say, yes, I did. Uh, of course, look look around here. But I know, I know in my heart that, no, I, I could have spent an, an hour cleaning yeah. the kitchen, and it would have looked ten times better than it does right now. Yeah. So I know. And it's it's the same thing with business. You know, what are you, what are you doing when... When no one's around, are you really giving it your best because effort? Because what what, what's important about that is is what people don't understand. It's the little bitty things that add up to the when the big ones come your way mm-hmm. if you've had a habit of making the right ones. But it's more so that I got out of the judging game a long time ago. 
you know, and I always say, people go, what do I look for when I'm hiring people? I don't care what you look like. Mm. I've hired people that came in in T-shirt and holy pants with spiked up hair and everything because I always said, I can clean you up and I can teach you insurance. I can take Goodwill and get you a suit. I can do all that, okay? I can't teach the inside. That hunger, that it factor, okay? And that is something that can be seen through everything. Like, for instance, it's, you know, like Oliver talked about, he said there's a difference between being poor and broke, okay? Yeah. You know, and, and that's it. <laughs> You, you don't, you know, just because you can't afford a nice car don't mean your car's got to be trashed. You can still clean it and keep it clean. You know what I mean? There's a difference of that type of person. Right. There's two people. There's one that maybe both can afford the exact same car, but one of them takes more pride in it than others. Those little things of who you are is, is what will make the difference of your lucky break. That's the thing is everybody doesn't realize everybody has luck thrown their way. But when... You are around, and everybody's seeing you in the day-to-day that nobody knows you is how you act. That, that millionaire next-door type person could be the person behind you that sees how you react with that person and goes, oh, my God, you're amazing, son. Like, we had a podcast with well, the guy that, that, you know, very common-looking guy that's probably worth millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, that that guy could be next to you in the gas station and, and a lady drop a person you pick it up for and you do the right thing, say, here you go, ma'am, da-da-da, and see something and go, you know what, son? And he could hire you and give you something better deal. Luck can bounce your way, but with somebody bet on you. I hope that you go through your week next week. And I hope you go through your month and your years now. And with, in the back of your mind is how I'm acting, how I'm behaving, and how I'm being right now with somebody bet on me. You need to walk your day-to-day that every one step around the corner is that person that could bet on you and change your entire life. And if you act that way, no matter who you are and where you're around, I believe that good fortune comes your way. So stick this in your mind. Would somebody bet on you? We'll come back here to the third segment, the second shot when we get this thing going. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of second shot with Chad and Heath still to come. To all of my friends in the great state of Texas, if you would like to cut your power bill in half tomorrow, go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code WATCHCHAD. I will tell you that I have saved over 65% on my first year using energyogre.com. They do all the work for you, and they save you money at the same time so you never have to worry about it again. Again, go to energyogre.com, promo code WATCHCHAD, and save some money. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot with Chad and Heath on RNCN. And I'm out of Monster, which really stinks. <laughs> um, and I've got so much work to do when I get done here to be up again tonight. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Now, you know, I will say that when that little girl looks at you rolling around laughing smiling at you and no matter how mad and tired you are it makes a little bit of everything better so we'll keep chugging along that's for sure you know what's funny is i remember just a few weeks after you had brighton i think it was one of your first weeks back doing the show um you talked about how you don't know if you'll ever feel comfortable falling asleep with her just because you feel like like who knows she might stop breathing like you have no idea yeah and I remember you said that, and when you were telling that story at the beginning of the show, I was like, it's been six months. I'm sure he's fine. You're like, nope, I just stayed up and stared at a wall for I did. two hours. And I had pillows <laughs> even around me because I knew I was tired. Yeah. So I built pillows up because every time I tried to, when I tried to put her down, she mm-hmm. would bawl. If I left her on me, she didn't. So I was like, I knew she needed sleep. So I piled up the pillows, 
And I just sat up and stared at the wall and just thought and thought and thought. <laughs> I thought about every one of you out there. That's what I did. And I thought about what it would be like to sleep. Thought about talking about it on the show. Yeah, like, oh, it was man. great. All oh, those nights are miserable this. when you're just awake and counting the minutes and everything. Yes. Feel, it feels like an hour. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Well, someday you'll look back on that fondly. No, I, and I, I have tried to make an inserted effort to make sure, and you know, even though it's tired and you want to get mad and you want that I go, you know what, everybody says, you know, really take in these days. And so yeah. I, I try I, I try to have that built in that I really take it in. So, um, but they're fun. I, I just am looking forward to sleep tonight. I'm not going to lie. I always feel this weird responsibility whenever I, I think about that. Like I'll be, you know, if I'm July 4th, I'm out at the lake with friends or something. Mm-hmm. Or we're grilling and staying up late or you're having a good time with a you know, friend from out of town or family. I think to myself, you know, I got to. I gotta remember this. Yeah, these are the good times, you know. You gotta remember the good yeah. times when you're in them because they're not always around, and it's it is it is a weird feeling. Like I gotta, this is important, you know. I should I should keep this in mind as I'm doing things. Well, it's weird. Strange. It's weird to look back and to retroactively appreciate that stuff because I've I've definitely got a lot of friends and things that I've lost contact with, and I think back. Gosh, that Fourth of July, that was the last time we hung yeah, out. That was yeah. 10, 12 years ago, yeah. and I haven't talked to them since or yeah or whatever, you know. It's it's so yeah, having a little. Trying to be better about the Stay in, in the moment in the moment appreciation is is a is instead a big of taking thing. all the pictures and videoing it all, just try to remember it, <laughs> right? Look at yeah. it, enjoy it, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what everybody does. No, uh, I, totally. I just I just updated my phone and all my pictures went away. I mean, they were they're saved somewhere else, but they're not accessible on my phone. And I think I think back now and like I I have no need to go back to any of those right. pictures. What, yeah. what did I take all those exactly. for? Like they don't they don't mean anything. One hundred percent. Well, so guys, here's the thing today. Um, now remember this here's what we need I'm asking from everybody okay we got a lot of listeners out there but we don't have amount of ratings and reviews on iTunes nowhere close to the percentage amount of you listening every week do me a favor you've heard us talk about it please go do that and leave us it helps because it moves us up in the iTunes chain so that other people can find it and so if you've been a continual listener and you obviously if you have you found some kind of value Go leave us a rating review so maybe others can can find that value as well. And also share this with your friends. And remember, secondshotcast at gmail.com for any questions. Maybe you got headline ideas. Maybe you got I mean literally it can be anything. Send it our way and and we'll address it. Today we're not gonna address any. We're gonna save them up for next time because I kinda wanna go over some of the stuff going on. So obviously as you guys know, Chad has been been gone for a little while. Chad got an offer. Um, that there was something that, that, like I told him, dude, you can't turn that down to do something in L.A. with the podcast, one big, massive studio deal. Phenomenal opportunity. Right. And An offer he couldn't refuse, as they absolutely. would say. Well, as and, they say. And, yeah. and, and, and the thing is, is when we started this, and, and when I want to do the podcast, and I was telling Chad about it, is, look, this thing wasn't to make money. I, I, I make money. I've got my stuff. Right. This was to give back in any which way, shape, or form, and try to find something that's truly – Try to provide an entertaining show that can actually bring some value as well. And and we're still working through that, getting better every day. So, you know, to me, I was telling Chad, I was like, Chad, I'd be crazy to to be mad or be anything that if you got an opportunity to make to to to, you know, further, you know, your business and your career and what you do, yeah. you know, uh, for something that I'm just doing for for fun and to give back to people. So get after it, buddy. Like, I mean, yeah, and, and I, wish him, I wish him a hundred percent. He's going to do phenomenal, obviously, at it. We're pulling um, for Chad, him, yeah. Chad is, and, and here's the other thing is, Chad is one of those that just is, is a talent that, as one person, just can't be replaced, okay? I mean, he, he's just, 
you don't put the humor and wit together the way he does very often with many people. He's just a great one at that. So we've went back and forth on a lot of them. What we've decided is I'm just gonna it's just gonna be second shot with me. Now what I'm gonna do is, is y'all y'all seen some of the people we've had in the past. Um, Jasmine Brand, my wife, Robert Halbert, um, Oliver Tiffany, Tiffany, Oliver, Hendra. all them, okay? We've gotten great feedback from everybody. So what we were thinking is, is well, probably on a regular basis, those kind of groups of those people be asking to come on. So there'll be one of them one week and one of them the next type thing. And then as other people that come in town that I know and stuff that maybe I thought would be great for guests for the show, bring them in. And if not with some of them, then it's going to be me, Zach, and, and Matt kind of talking about it. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to bring you some pretty cool guests, some pretty cool people as well that can be the co-host um, of the show with us as well. So um, we kind of made that final decision last week. That's why we kind of took, you know, obviously, you know, Chad has had his the podcast show released and all that. So the reason we waited so long to address it was because we were deciding on if, if I wanted to have a full-time co-host or if I just want to roll with it and bring in some of the people. And I feel like there's so many great people that bring a lot of value that I like to keep bringing some of them back in uh, from time to time because all of you guys, uh, every single one of the guests we've had on, everybody is loved. So I feel like, you know, why not just keep bringing them on? And, and, and obviously I have my wife that can come on. She's phenomenal. She's better than me, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> right. It'd be a shame to limit it to just one of them, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, because I like all of them so much, and I think everybody brings so much of a different – deal we want to keep bringing the fun and the new and the fresh to this so we, we think that'll be a very fun way to do the show you're going to see some new um, we got a new brand a new little logo we're going to have and, and probably the next episode that'll all be released with it with um you know chad's name is going to be removed from it because chad's not there but you know chad and i've talked to times that he's in and he's not out about it. he'll probably come on and be making some guest um, appearances on the show as well that's kind of why we're also not removing it because when he's in town stuff he's gonna come by and shoot a couple episodes probably yeah you know? so, so so uh um, we're going to keep it rolling. And I'm going to kind of bring some really cool people to the table. Um, and we're coming up on our 50th episode. We are. Yeah. yeah rapidly um, approaching 50. And and coming up on, on our first year. And I've got some really cool things, I think, in the works for everybody when we get around to our, like our, our first year type of episode. i got some ideas I want to throw around that hopefully we can do some really cool stuff with all you guys out there. I just want to tell you all that. I've gotten a lot of feedback from people that have realized that Chad is doing the other show, and and I just want to say thank you. I mean, it's been it's been huge. I mean, guys, people have been talking about whatever. I mean, we're, we're loving the show. We love Chad, but we also love what you're bringing to the table. So uh, I want to say I love you all, and I thank you for all listening, and I thank you for sharing it and sharing it with your friends and family. We're going to bring in good people um, and continue to bring them in with it and have a great dialogue and continue to try to bring nuggets. So. I appreciate everybody that's out there and truly appreciate the listeners, truly appreciate everything there is, and just please keep sharing it with everybody. Yeah, if I can, if I can sneak in a plug for a second, for a brief peek behind the curtain for those who aren't super familiar with um, RNCN, one of the things we do on this network is, is we produce a lot of shows. We do. We, 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 kind of ins- we help start them. We create them. We work together with creators to kind of make a show what it is. And every time we start a show, ever since we started Second Shot, Second Shot was the first one I ever did it with, the first question I I ask anybody who wants to start a podcast here is I say, what's your goal? And the goal can't be something like, I want to make money. Mm. I want to grow my brand. It needs to be something bigger than yourself. And Second Shot was the first one I ever asked the question with. And it was the first one that still has the best answer is is I said, what's your goal? And and you you and Chad both looked at each other for a second. You looked at me and you said, we want to inspire change. And, like, it works. Like, and that's what this show is, and that's never changed. It's always been that, and will continue to be that. 
Chad Prather will be around. Absolutely. <laughs> he'll, he'll swing yeah. by. We'll have that rascal in studio at some point. Oh, for point. sure. Yeah. But in the meantime, let's enjoy. We're going to bring well, you yeah, some cool people. Let's make something big. You know, let's get a cool logo and like a cool intro and make something awesome out of this. And, make, and start a kind of change of taking second shots at everything. Like, like when life hits you really rough. Take a second shot at it and make it a positive, right? Like, yeah. like let's make that change of taking a second shot at anything that comes your way, right? Uh, yeah. When the rough comes lining. at you, make it make a different move. You can look at everything and see a positive, no matter what the story is. And that's what we try to help bring him. You know, want to do it in an entertaining way. And and so, you know, I think we're gonna, we're, of course, we're gonna continue to bring the really cool guests that bring a lot of value, bring it out your way. And so, remember, give us a rating and review, please. If it goes up in it, more people find us and see us. Share it with your friends and family. Send us an email, anything you got, secondshotcast at gmail.com. You can look me up at Heath Oaks at Ignorance on Fire. Obviously, you can find me anywhere. Um, Matt, what you got? I was going to say, yeah, for real, those ratings and reviews are not – it's not just about going on and saying something nice about the show yeah. and making us feel better. It really does make an impact on how many people can find the show if yeah. they're just searching for More it. More than you would ever know. Yeah. yeah, so it's the same as if a, a, a television rating. So it means a lot more than just simply we want to see people write nice to, things about us. Maybe we should like print t-shirts. Like I rated Second Shot on <laughs> iTunes and like I got yeah. a stupid t-shirt. Do it as a giveaway or something. Something, yeah. yeah, come on. Give us a rating. Let's do it. Guys, I love you. Thank you for your consistency. And I plan on bringing you bigger and better and even more stuff coming ahead of it. So thank you. Love y'all. And y'all have a good one.